I never, I never usually am like, I need to watch this. <laughs> I married my killer. The, the, first of all, you're not even making sense, bro. If you're dead, how the fuck are you getting married? And if you lived, you went, oh, that's, that's the one. That's the one for me. I need that. I need that. I, need. I don't know. The following program is based on a true story. Oh, God. Contains dramatic reenactments of real events based on police accounts, public records, and expert opinions, which may be violent and disturbing. Viewer discretion, discretion is advised. Yeah, ugh. You better watch the fuck out. Put the kids to bed. It's 5 a.m. It doesn't matter. Uh. Oh, who's the killer? Which one is it? Is it him or is it her? They're both killers. Only one? Only one! That's it? <laughs> Please, you guys are not about it. My God, this is fucking serious business. I'm sorry to do this. Sometimes I forget what time the podcast comes out. 5 a.m. we're hitting motherfuckers, but I'm married to killer. That's heavy, but we don't talk about dicks until after 12. I don't know. <laughs> pears? Who the fuck puts pears on their living room table? Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Click, click. What's up? <laughs> the housekeeper noticed that things were quiet. Mm. A little quiet down the home front. Mm -hmm. And she looked in the room where the boys ordinarily slept, the boys' bedroom. And saw that a dresser was against the closet door. She asked the nanny to help her move it back to where it was supposed to be. Say what now? She had no idea what she would find when she opened that door. What was behind the door? Really? <laughs> That's why I hate just tell me what who How did it get so bad? How did, what got bad? Who's behind the door? Alright, Bill Compton. Oh my god, right? Yo. Right? Yeah. Shut up! Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Suck it. I'm waiting for it. Come on, man. <laughs> I like O negative, man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, he was adorable. He was adorable. 
You got wife, bro. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You're the one. Although I like, I like in the intro how they got him putting the gloves on, like OJ. For real, like I don't know. That guy has the look in his eyes. He's got that twinkle. Girls locked him. Girl, everybody locked him. He was a good guy. We heard he was laying pipe all through the neighborhood. That might have been why she whacked him. We're not real too sure. I mean, I heard he had an affair with my wife, but we don't talk about it. They called him. They called him Elbow in the street. We all don't know why. Oh, yeah, come on. Somebody's doing the voiceover for him. It's a character. That's why I sound like Bill Compton. I was hired to do this job. That HBO money then slowed up, you understand? (laughs) I kid Bill Compton. He's all right. Cream de la cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. You all right? Ew. Ew. That's disgusting. Prom queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Can you imagine? (coughs) Well, you know, one day she just kind of went a little bonkers, you know? Everything seemed normal. She would just sit outside and draw on her little pad there. We had no idea what was going on. He was so proper. Yeah. He never put his hand (laughs) down my backside. (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) Ah, what'd you do to me? I didn't even hit nothing. Oh my god. Waffle House? I love me a Waffle House. I'm not even bullshitting you. I'm not bull. Tell me how I went to Waffle House and tried to get a pancake and motherfuckers looked at me like, what? This is a Waffle House. You did not say pancake. They're like, oh, Jesus. You thought... You'd have thought I went to a dev comedy jam and started quoting Jim Crow the way they were carrying on, man. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Hello? Oh, yeah. She is a fucking... There's more to me than yo, that. Look at that picture. She is a freak of nature, that girl. Lucy Jr. over here needs to sit down. Yo, it's in the... You can see it. <laughs> yeah. It's in the fucking eyes. They got that Chucky look to them. And that smile. Oh, Cannon didn't make it in medical school. Nah, she didn't, but she knows how to cut you up, though. She failed for some reason. Some reason, she kept cutting up the cadavers. She, like any of us would, she didn't feel really great about herself. Most of her friends were having families, getting married, having kids. What? And I think the biological clock just started getting a little loud, and she started thinking. Wow. Like, what if she I didn't, told you. What if she didn't want babies? I what told you. 
Society puts that on you, though. Yeah, that's what she meant, you. Like that ain't. I'm thirty. Like I don't. I don't want. I don't. I don't want. It's not. I don't think it's ne- more necessarily like guys, but women. You know. No, I think. I think. I don't know. I think most. I think most dudes are are pressured into it too. He fits the bill. <coughs> That's disgusting. Bro, so she's like, this motherfucker is too funky looking to nail a girl of this caliber. How long they knew each other? Again, how long y'all knew each other? Nobody talks about that. Why the fuck are you getting married? You ain't been in this shit that long. You better stop it. You have to date for like 20 years before you get married. You gotta earn a motherfucking marriage. Alright, so her daddy was a doctor? When she walked in to the church, she was breathtaking. Absolutely breathtaking. Every girl wants a fairy tale wedding. Yeah. And I believe that that was what Kelly and Jim seemed to have. Had. <coughs> what does that mean? Well, like. You don't have it. Had is. Past tense. When they got married, that they had a great future together, and I thought they would be happy. I mean, Jim seemed to be very happy, and Kelly did as well. I think all of us that have walked down the aisle, you think you're marrying your soulmate. No one I would ever imagine would ever, in their wildest dreams, think this person may kill me one day. Well, then you're not in the right relationship, pal. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. A little bit of danger, yeah. You like the you like the crazy. I mean, I yeah, a little bit. A little bit, little bit. Th- keeps things exciting, you know. After this wedding, Jim seemed to get a new life. It was like, hey, I have a chance now. Things are looking up. <coughs> and like I say, I think it was due a large part into look who I have on my arm. She was the spark. Do you ever really have her though? I don't think you do. Like at Kelly's urging, Jim starts MRA. It's basically a medical collection agency. Their clients are hospitals and larger medical agencies and that sort of thing. So it became very lucrative over time. Financially and business wise, he was he was not good out of the park. He really was. With Kelly by my side. Great things were happening for us. Yeah. Kelly called me to let me know she was pregnant with Isaac, their first child. Isaac! Children of the corn shit, that is. Coming up to Nashville for a shower. <coughs> and it was just a really happy time. Isaac was our little kid. And less than two years later, we were blessed yet again with our second son, 
Y'all are fucking nuts. They're crazy. You dumb, sir. I get it, though. But you're dumb. Yeah, he's dead. He did. They don't ever talk about dad like that. Something happened to that man. That's when I started selling my ass on the corner. Fucker, like, have an income of money somehow so they don't feel like shit. If that's what they want to do. Some people want to chill at home and, and fucking not have to worry about it, right? But other motherfuckers got to have something, a little side hustle, something going on, man. You gotta know who you're getting with. Position of authority, or they're given extreme wealth, they just become another person. 
believe that's what happened to Jim. I believe all he needed was a little money and a little authority, a little power to become a real tyrant. <coughs> See, I'm reading this completely. Hold on, hold on, hold on, lady. Hold on, lady. I'm reading this completely different. Completely different. She might be right. Maybe the guy is just a money-hungry asshole. I think what's actually happening, they already said she's not happy. She's yeah. not down with being a housewife home 24-7. Yeah. This dude comes back from doing whatever the fuck he's doing, and she's miserable. Right? She don't want to fucking be here. You get to go out and work and do shit, bro. I'm stuck here with these savages all day. You don't even see them. Now he's yeah, you drink- go from the night of tenant father to the uh, like non-existent. Now that now he's like, oh fuck, you're miserable, right? Fuck this, I'm drinking. <sighs> and then all they're doing now is fighting. That's what it becomes. It becomes the argument of what you're doing and what I'm not doing, and that. Now everybody is all fucked up now. But I'm, <laughs> I'm curious to see. What? What? Say what again? Say less. <laughs> Say less. Say less. I thought they just started playing Patsy Cline's crazy for a second. Y'all settled. That's what happened. Oh, you settled. Hell no, I don't want to talk to you. Fuck Pam. Pam always be agreeing with you. Fuck Pam. Yo, alright, I'm, you know what? <sighs> well, see, now, now hold see, on. See, when the phone goes dead, now, hold on. see? Now, hold on, now, hold on. Uh, how long, it depends, right? Because there's been a couple of times, if there was a phone... In the fucking wall, I might have, I might have fucking ripped it. I think I might have ripped it. We're in a different time though, right? You guys are on cell phones now. I don't walk up to her, grab the phone out of her hand, and chuck it. That's wild. You don't do that. <coughs> oh no, that happened to me, and I, I ended up with a broken finger. It's exactly my point. But I'm saying, I don't know. I think, please. The amount of times we 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 would have had we would have where where that where that that was on the bed. Oh no! No, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. She's <laughs> a big nut, sir. Right here. Yeah. I know it's not. It ain't that big if I can't find it. Come on. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. No, you looked at me like. Yeah, it's it's big enough that if you lose it, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm tired of picking weed off the off, 
off the blanket. All right, well. Do you know how much weed I've picked off that gray blanket? I'm just, listen, I, I got to just, I got, you know what I'm going to do? That, that tray that's sitting outside, I'm going to give it a bath. <laughs> and then I'm sticking it in my bag so I can carry it with me. Look, I'm bad. I'm right now in my bag right now. I oh, my God. I have a whole set up, dude. Don't tell nobody. And, you know, shh. Yeah. He puts it in a bag. Secret and, time. Oh, the face. The face I mean. Okay, so this is what I did. I, I realized I had, a, I had a thought dawn on me. I was using my inhaler box to put my roller in. Now, you might be like, what kind of asshole uses their inhaler box to put a weed roller in? Me. And then the kind of asshole that just puts the inhaler in his pocket, because if I need it, I don't feel like digging to a fucking box. What's in the box? My last breath of air is in the fucking box, dude. And I'm not going to be able to get it out in time. I'd rather try to wrestle it out of my pocket, which is why I don't wear skinny jeans. That's another conversation for a different day. Right. Please don't talk about skinny jeans. The rest of that little joker out of there. Come on now. Fucking you know Jim Dorgan. Everybody but me. Though. Uh, ice cream. Yeah. 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 Two scoops wears skinny jeans. Two scoops wears skinny jeans. You know what? And walks into bedroom like he look he dresses like, like, like a metro like he dresses like a metro for a guy that tries to be like all anti you know anti-feminine not anti anti the word i'm looking for it's feminine yes anti-feminine feminist not no but no like feminine men he's anti that guys that like have purses and shit Okay. He's anti that, right? He's also anti women too, but that's a separate thing. I'm, but but even though like you dress like a metro, dude, the skinny jeans, the fucking face. I bet you that motherfucker has face products. I bet you he does. I bet you he does. He got hair. He got the old man stuff for his head. Yeah, come on, son. That shit smells like, bro. It smells like your grandfather's fucking. Smells like your grandfather's mouthwash. That's what it smells like. But for real, for real, it does. It does. It smells like you would stick that shit in a crate during the prohibition to hide the alcohol. I like when we were all in the bathroom and you asked her, you were like, "What the fuck is this?" And she looked at the counter like, "What? Yeah, like what's wrong with the counter?" Yeah. What what is that? That that <laughs> Out of the seventeen years that I shared a bathroom. I've with never you, seen What is this? that? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, yo, there might as well have been another dick on there might as well have been a dick on the counter. Like I've lived here for three years, I've never seen a dick on this counter before. Where'd this come from? Like, there's no... He might as well have left his toothbrush behind. Yo, that's disgusting. How are you going to leave your, your, your head shiner behind? Your head shiner <laughs> behind. And, bitch, your head don't even shine. You should be ashamed of yourself. Every bald motherfucker I know, eat, 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 you can fucking see your reflection in their head. Not this guy. Not this guy. Looks like you're looking into a vat. Show mom a picture of him. Oh. 
She goes like, that's him? Even my mom, my mother, the woman that birthed me into this world was like, I mean, he's not, I mean, I know you're my kid, but I mean, he's not better looking than you. I don't, I don't see it. Like, for her to say that, like, even though it's a backhanded compliment, like, that's, that's a lot, dude, right? For her to be like, he's not a looker. That's what she, that was her words, exactly. That guy? He's, he's not a looker. I don't, like, there's no body, there's no body, there's no, there's no money, there's, there's nothing. Like, I, I know, but you know what? I, I set the bar low, though. That's what happened. You set the bar low? I did. She put the bar low. Well, she limboed. That's what happened. I put the bar she up and limbo. she, she limboed. She jumped under. over, because that's how low the bar was. Okay, I believe you. Right underneath it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One story can never be the same. <coughs> so I don't know. Did uh, Tom do it? What's this guy's name? I don't even know why they call him Tom. I don't know. I think Tom is because we're having withdrawals from. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know why? Because he reminds me of that fucking guy. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking... Ugh. Look at his face. Oh, please. All right, Dilbert, calm down. I'm going to go postal. Oh, oh! Unrelated note: My aunt just broke her back in two fucking places, dog. Savagery. I don't think. I don't. Think. <coughs> she had to be given prescription Up, up. That's when the slippery slope really. <coughs> oh, was it? <coughs> <coughs> now she's popping pills and getting drunk. Of, what do you mean? Of course. Whenever you take away someone's independence like that, there's this feeling of, what do I do now? Where do I got to go? Yep. Yep. And I believe that she was feeling that. Kelly became very depressed. Because at that time, she thought that she was He's classic with this type of situation. And who's talking to her? That's from the perch, dog. She's scratching from the pills. What? Nannies? Oh, huh, huh. Huh. Hold the fuck on, please. Nannies. What? One of the nannies. One of them. Meaning there are multiple. You break your back. You need help. (coughs) Absolutely. (coughs) Well, she had a nanny and a housekeeper. Yeah, fuck that. The second 
that you're up and mobile, you want your fucking freedom and your independence, motherfucker, then you got to get up and you got to move around. Okay, you can't have if people. You had, if you had, okay, like they said, you have nannies, then, okay, then how are you stuck in the house all day? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're not, oh, oh my God. Dude, that would be one thing. I would never, I mean, uh, I'd probably have to hire somebody to be like, all right, look, I'm going to clean this place. Just tell me what I miss, basically. Like, go through this joint. I don't want no bugs, no roaches, no nothing, right? So you, you, I'll clean this place, and I want you to come through it, and I want you to tell me, like, what did I miss? You know, the little spots I would never think to clean. Oh. She did. She's probably fucking looped out. She can't talk. Things got so bad there that one of the nannies went upstairs and saw Kelly lying on the bed motionless. So she starts shaking her. Yep. What? Tell me more. Tell me more. Add some weed to that and some mental illness, my friend. And you got yourself <laughs> a fucking OG apartment. Yes, sir. Ding ding, round one. Of course you do. She didn't want people to know. And then at the same time, he's uh, trying to protect her and get her help. He didn't want this to go on. This looks bad for you, dog. In 2003, Kelly went into a rehab program. Ugh. Good for you, though. I'm too stubborn. I had to do it on my own. In a tear-filled conversation, Yeah, but it was he actually fucking supporting her, though? Because that's important, man. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. When Kelly got out of treatment, things were better for us. We even decided to add a third child. That's the dumbest fucking thing you could do. What? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? What is that? Our relationship is completely fucked. I have an idea. Let's have an anchor, baby. We don't belong together. 
Our relationship has driven me to booze and drugs. Let's have another baby. I thought you'd never ask. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god, people. Step out. I love that language. I stepped out of our relationship. Did you? From what Kelly told me, Jim, after he knew he was caught, became very apologetic. Jim would send her flowers. Jim wrote Kelly notes, sent her cards, and in fact even wrote a letter to this person to, to say <coughs> Wrote a letter? <laughs> <laughs> It's not fixing the problem, guy. What? Why would you want somebody that don't want to be there? Fuck that. Ew. Yes. Who the fuck wants to do that? Yo, the last thing I want to do is spend an ounce of my time with somebody that don't want to be with me. Fuck that. <laughs> welcome to the, welcome to marriage, motherfucker. <laughs> now this sounds like more <coughs> a day in my fucking house. <coughs> That's right. Put the knife down. Woo! Fuck. What? Cops, could they hear that. <laughs> Alcoholic, drug addict, come on. What? Stop this. 
This is insanity. Just stop it. I wasn't worried that Kelly would do anything to me, but I needed to make sure my children were protected. Oh, uh, go fuck yourself, you lying fuck. Yeah, 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 all that's great, all that's great. Who's raising your fucking kids? Nannies. Nah, you're not about it. You're not about it, you fucking liar, dude. Fuck this clown, man. And he basically told me of the history of the drug addiction, the psychotic behavior, the violence. And based on that information, we filed a divorce complaint. Mm. And Temporary Right, because she spent the whole relationship not working. Because you can. Because he's fucking bored. Yeah, see, that's not me. That's not me. I left that motherfucker's... Come on, man. Come on. I'm a scumbag, but I'm a gentleman at the end of the day. Who the fuck else you know? Stop it. I'm tired of both of them. Drugs in general jerk off, but you wouldn't know that because you don't know shit about yep. nothing. You know what people tell you. I seen it all, bro. You know what they make you? Fucking desperate and conniving. That's what they make you.
Both of these people suck, and I hope they killed each other, and that's the end of the story. <coughs> Here we go. One month later. On that evening of Sunday, June the 22nd, my phone rang, and it was a number I didn't recognize. It was Kelly, and she called me, and she was crying, and, you know, she said, I really need help. I, you know, I need friends around me. I need, you know, can you come meet me? And I had told Jim, um, you know, if she, because he really did want to get her into treatment, and I said, if she reaches out to me, I will. She probably was on meth. Is her house, so her intent was to go upstairs and find Mr. She went to the head of the bed and 
grabbed my cell phone charger around his neck several times. Once she had the cord around his neck and pressure was applied, at that point, I believe Mr. Cannon woke up. Honey, I'm home! Well, I mean, come on, bro. She's got to be like 100 pounds. And the kids they are gone. The dresser from the closet door, and they opened that closet door. They saw a frightening sight. She could see immediately that it was Mr. Cannon, and that he was not conscious, and that he was not clothed. The victim had numerous markings on his neck, which looked like cords or wiring, and a lot of superficial type lacerations on his neck. Face. It was very obvious that we were looking at a homicide. It was obvious to everyone that the children were not there. So their father was dead and they were missing and their mother needed to be notified. They contacted Mrs. Cannon uh, by going to her apartment, which was very nearby and realized when they got there that the children were there with her. And so, simply because of that, the police determined that she had been at the home the night before. And so they started looking at her very seriously as a suspect at that point. Really? When we walked into the room, there were several things we observed right at the top of the steps leading to this room. There was a partial tip of a rubber glove out by itself, which was kind of odd. After we had processed the scene, the front window that had been window. when we located it and it appeared to have been entered, we developed some fingerprints and they later came back to match Kelly Cannon. Once we got the DNA match back on Kelly, her DNA on the inside of the gloves and Mr. Cannon's DNA and blood on the outside of the gloves, we had enough to obtain warrants to arrest him. Well, well, nice day. I talked to Kelly about the night that Jim was murdered. She pretty much filled me in on the whole story. She said that the phone rang, and it was Jim. Again, not supposed to call her. Uh, Kelly, uh, by the way, had said that whole week that Jim had been calling her. And she had been talking to him and saying, look, no, uh-uh. And he said, well, let's just fix this. Let's reconcile. She's like, I don't think so, Jim. This has gone way too far. During the phone call, he said, I'm, I'm just a little bit afraid. And she said, what are you afraid of? Well, I, 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 I can't, you know, he just was really evasive about that. She said, that was odd because he had never been afraid of anything. She said, well, I, did, I, I can do this. I can't drive in front of the house. If the lights are all off, I know he's in bed. I know he's asleep. Everything's fine because he sleeps in total darkness. She said she pulled in front of the house and every light in the house was on. I mean, it was just lit up like a Christmas tree. She saw that the back doors was open. And she thought, well, that's weird. And so she said, I just wanted to go in and make sure the children were all right. 
Then why didn't you call 911? Mm -hmm. There's a stairway that leads up to the children's bedroom. She said when she got to the top, she kept yelling his name and nobody answered. She thought, what is going on here? His car is outside. She couldn't put it together. She turned around and saw the Chester drawers there. She knew something was wrong. She said, I ran in there and I picked him line up. She goes down and she's waking up the boy. She says, we got to get out of here. Where do we go? We got the back door the same way she came in. I put him in my car. And I said, did you call 911? And she said, no. And I said, why not? And she said, okay, I'm going to call 911 and be in a house where I'm not supposed to be. Under suspicious circumstances, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there when it happened, but something did happen there. There was a about the size of what I just say, she, if she's methed out, she's a hundred pounds, dog. You're not. What? Huh? I was 130. I couldn't move the chairs in the bin. What's happening? Get the fuck out of here. No, I don't think she could do that. Which one is it, though? Is she a frail drug addict, or is she capable and strong enough to be able to fucking strangle a grown man? This guy's retarded. It's not hard to move a dead weight, dead body? What kind of fucking jerk-off statement is that? And this man is a cop? One of the elements no, I don't know what he is. The state must prove to go forward in any first-degree murder prosecution is that notion of premeditation. Well, I mean... You see things when you're angry that you don't mean, but, you know. The trial in this case lasted approximately four and a half days. All right, so this is his attorney. Yeah. The jury returned in approximately one hour. And that is very telling to me. How quickly they determined that Kelly Cannon murdered Jim Cannon. was highly unusual given the circumstances of this family's life, given the fact that they uh, did have so much, uh, so many resources, 
so many good things. Again, but not looking at the problem. Somebody doing a shitty impression of me on TV. Serving a life sentence eligible for parole in 2061. Conviction upheld the 2012 appeal. Currently has custody of... That's tough, man. Yucky. Uh oh. Especially heinous. These are their stories. Yeah. These are their stories. These are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit. These are their stories. Yeah, really. I got enough trauma in my life. I don't need it for entertainment. But when I think about molestations, I could just close my eyes. Ew! It's true, though. What do you want from me? That's life, man. Sometimes you get diddled in this world. What can you do? You gotta not let it happen to somebody else. <laughs> Everybody processes things differently. You'll be okay. <laughs> oh. Gotta know your babysitters, I guess, man. What can I say, dude? That's tough. Wow. It's dark in here. <laughs> Take him back. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 